0: Even though you know you shouldn't be mixing your personal and your business funds together, we know what happens, and I totally understand that there are times when this may be happening in your business. I've seen many times when cash falls short and the business owner needs to inject additional funds into the business. So where does this money come from? Well, to be honest, most often it's the business owner using their personal funds to help increase the cash needed in the business. In today's episode, I'm going to cover how you should be recording these personal funds you may be depositing into your business. It doesn't matter if you're using a computerized bookkeeping system like QuickBooks, Wave, Zero, or FreshBooks, or a manual system such as an Excel spreadsheet. You'll know exactly how to record these deposits that you make into your business from your personal funds. Whether you're just getting ready to start your small business, you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, virtual online bookkeeper, or virtual assistant, making sure that you are correctly recording any personal funds that you put into your business will be extremely important. These amounts are not considered income or sales and should not be recorded as additional income in your business. So listen in and make sure that you don't overstate the income in your business by recording these funds incorrectly. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right, as an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years, and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners, and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Want to know more? Head over to financialadventure.com QuickBooks and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. In the last episode, we talked about how you would record expenses that you pay for in your business with your personal funds. In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through how you would generally record personal funds that you are depositing into your business. Depending on your entity type, you may need to record your funds differently so make sure that you talk with a professional such as your tax preparer or an accountant so that you are reflecting your cash infusions correctly in your business financial statements. Most importantly, you want to make sure that you don't treat these funds as income or sales. The last thing that you would want to do is overstate your overall income with funds that you are personally depositing into your business account. First, You'll need to decide if the personal funds that you are putting into the business are going to be an investment into your business or if you would like to be paid back these funds after a certain period of time. You need to understand this so that you can record the money going into your business correctly. Next, I first want to say that there are many different entity types to choose from when you start a business. I'm going to save the discussion about what kinds of entity types are available for another episode in the future. So in this episode, I'm going to keep it simple by speaking in a general sense for most businesses. When you first start your business, any personal funds will normally be classified as equity. When you make the deposit into your business account, you will normally record these funds as equity. Your equity accounts are located on your balance sheet your equity account may be named something like owner's investments. Throughout the life of your business, if you deposit additional funds into your business and do not expect a repayment from these personal funds, you will continue to record them as equity and you could continue to use the owner's investment account. When you look at your balance under the equity section, the owner's investment account will show you a running balance of this account This will tell you exactly how much money you have injected into the business from your personal funds as owner's equity. On the other hand, if you expect to be paid back these funds at some point in time, you will need to show these personal funds that you're depositing into your bank account as a loan or a note payable. Loans and notes payable are a liability account and they show up on your balance sheet as well. A liability account that you set up for the loan the business needs to pay you back for could simply be set up as owner's note payable, or you could list the note payable with your name on it as well. Any additional personal funds you loan to the business would be tracked in this same manner if you expect to be paid back at some point in time. You would be able to look at your balance sheet to see the total amount of money the business owes you for this loan or you could actually look into that specific account to see the details on any personal funds that you put into the business, as well as any payments the business has made back to you here as well. This is an easy way to track how much money the business owes you at a specific point in time. I do want to mention, as with any loan, you want to make sure that you have proper loan documents with all the details of the loan that you are making to the business. These documents should be prepared by a professional and they should contain information such as the terms of the loan, including repayment obligations. When you're using a computerized bookkeeping system to record your transactions, these transactions are automatically recorded and the balances are up to date and easy to see when you look into each account. If you're using a manual bookkeeping system or a spreadsheet, such as Excel for example, You'll need to keep track of each account in a separate column so that you can easily see the running balance when you record your transactions. The most important thing to remember is that you really want to make sure you know where the funds are coming from when you are recording deposits into your business. If the deposit is from sales or services, you'll record these amounts as income. But if the money coming into your business is from you personally, Whether it's a liability or equity, make sure that you record your transactions correctly so that you are not overstating your income by these amounts. By including a description of where the deposit is coming from, it will be helpful when you look back on your transactions so that you know exactly where the funds came from. Remember, my goal is to help simplify some of these complicated tasks when you're doing your own bookkeeping. And I want you to know if you ever have questions, if you need help with your bookkeeping, or if you'd like more information about how much it would cost to have your bookkeeping done for you, you can contact me by going to financialadventure.com contact us. I'll also post a link where you're listening to this podcast so that you can easily contact me. And don't forget to grab your free copy of the 5 Essentials for Stress-Free Bookkeeping. This guide is helpful whether you're doing your own bookkeeping for your business or you're doing bookkeeping for multiple businesses by covering the five essentials every business needs to do to have stress-free bookkeeping. Grab your free guide by going to financialadventure.com five essentials. That's the number five, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, Depending on your entity type, you may need to record personal funds deposited into your business differently, so make sure that you talk with a professional, such as your tax preparer or accountant, so that you're reflecting your cash infusions correctly in your business financial statements. Number two, decide if the personal funds that you are putting into your business are going to be an investment into your business or if you would like to be paid back these funds after a certain period of time. Number three, in general, when you first start your business, any personal funds would normally be classified as equity. Your equity accounts are located on your balance sheet, and they may be named something like owner's investments. Number four, throughout the life of your business, if you deposit additional funds into your business and you do not expect a repayment from these personal funds, you would continue to record them as equity and you could continue to use the owner's investment account. Number 5. If you expect to be paid back these personal funds at some point in time, you'll need to show these personal funds you deposit into your business account as a loan or a note payable. Loans and notes payable are a liability account, and they show up on your balance sheet as well. A liability account you set up for the loan that the business needs to pay you back for could simply be set up as owner's note payable, or you could list the note payable with your name as well. Number six, you want to make sure that you have proper loan documents if you are setting up a loan with the details of the loan that you're making to the business. These documents should be prepared by a professional and should contain information such as the terms of the loan including repayment obligations. Number seven, when you're using a computerized bookkeeping system to record your transactions, These transactions are automatically recorded and the balances are up to date and easy to see when you look into each account. If you're using a manual bookkeeping system or a spreadsheet such as Excel, you will need to keep track of each account in a separate column so that you can easily see the balance when you record your transactions. Number eight, the most important thing to remember is that you really want to make sure you know where the funds are coming from when you are recording your deposits into your business. If the deposit is from sales or services, you'll record these amounts as income. But if the money coming into your business is from you personally, whether it's a liability or equity, make sure you record the transactions correctly so that you are not overstating your income by these amounts. And you know I'm going to ask, What's at least one thing that you will take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group, You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice, and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do i